Welcome to the Dead Celebs Podcast, the final curtain call, where tonight we're going to take a look at bizarre death of a Mr. Brandon Lee. Welcome to the Dead Celebs Podcast with your hosts, Brent Novak and Tana Satterley. In a crazy coincidental death. Uh, and we talked about this and why we decided to do Brandon Lee is because episode one, Anna Nicole Smith dies similar to her longtime idol, Marilyn Monroe, mm. dies in bed like Marilyn, dies of the same thing as Marilyn. Episode two is Chris Farley. Farley dies just like his idol, John Belushi. And then we get Brandon Lee who dies not exactly like his dad, but on set like his dad. All right. So what is going on with you? Anything going on with you before we get started? Um, I am doing a improv class. Yay. Starting yeah. that on Saturday. Um, yeah. The famous Carolina improv. That's amazing. And I, I got a chance to look at your web website too. Do you oh. want to, do you want to share that? I really, I like your little website there. Oh, thank you. Right. You can check that out at tannasatterly.com. We're going to go into celebrities that died in March of 2023 oh dang you his name is gary rosington he's the founding guitarist for leonard skinnard and the last original oh. member of the classic southern rock band he mm. is the last so if you see leonard skinnard in concert nobody's an original band uh, rosington a static figure wasn't a showboat on stage but his skillful and slippery slide playing on the hits such as Freebird helped to fuel the band's legend. Died on March 5th at 71. No cause of death was given. Do you know who oh. this man is? I don't, but I think, is he a politician? <laughs> no, no. Hey, that's a good guess. That's a good guess. His yeah, name is. is Robert Blake. So oh. uh, movie and TV actor, Emmy winner for his role in the 1970s TV show Beretta. As a youngster, Blake starred in the R-Gang comedies and acted in the treasure of Sierra Madre as an adult. He was mm. praised for his portrayals, real-life murderer Perry Smith, in the movie of Truman Capote's true crime bestseller, In Cold Blood. He died March 9th at the age of 89. Willis Reed was a legendary basketball star and called the captain. His big claim to fame was there was a playoff game in the 1970s. He played for the Knicks, and he came out injured. And the crowd just went behind him and they won the game. And it's, it's the Willis Reed moment. Tom Sizemore, best okay. known for his roles in such movies as Saving Private Ryan, Natural Born Killers, True Romance, Heat, and The Relic. He died March 3rd at 61 oh. years old. He had suffered a brain aneurysm <gasps> on February 18th at his home oh, in Los Angeles. Yeah. That's very sad. Yeah. I don't think I said how Willis Reed died. No cause of death was given, but Reed had been suffering from congestive heart problems. Last celebrity. His name is Lance Riddick. He's yes. a character actor who specialized in uh, authority figures and movies and TV, known for his roles in The Wire, Fringe, and John Wick. He was 60 years old. He died March 7th, uh, 17th. It does not say mm. how he died. Now, how old was he? 60. Oh, man. Just a puppy. Yeah, so there you go. Those are the celebrities that died in March of 2023. Check out our sister podcast, Talk Murder to Me. 
Step into the captivating world of true crime with an unexpected twist of humor. John's compelling narratives and Jen and Nicole's amazing banter, this podcast offers an entertaining and unique approach to crime storytelling. Talk Murder to Me can be found on any podcast platform, also streaming live Saturdays on YouTube. Let's go to our new segment. This is a brand new segment. Are they dead or are they alive? We're going to start, Tana, with this man right here. Do you know who this is first? Oh, he looks very familiar. So, so you're probably not going to know if he's alive or dead. I feel like I've seen him in a lot. He might be dead. He's His name is Christopher Plummer. And is your guest dead or alive? I think that he's dead. He is. He died in 2021. So well I done. thought I remembered that name. Yes. Okay. Good job. You are you are rocking and a rolling. His name is Bill Pullman. Is I think he alive? he's alive. He's alive. Is he alive or is he dead? And your I guess is. I think he's. I hope he's alive. I'll be really sad if he's not. He is alive. You are right. He's sixty nine years old and he's alive. <laughs> I wanted you to be confused with Bill Paxson. That was the whole. No, no. Bill Pullman is in one of my favorite movies while you were sleeping with Sandra Bullock. Oh, Sandra Bullock. That's sweet. Who's up next? Hmm. He's one of the original Monty Monty Pythons. Hmm. His name is Eric Idle. Is he dead? Is he alive? I think he's dead. I think he's dead. Is that your final answer? Yes. He's alive and he's 80 years old. So you got your good for him, though. Good for him. (laughs) Eric Idle. I tried to find one of the worst pictures of him. I I thought for sure. I mean, bless his heart. Good for him, though. I know. Here you go. He looks like a shell of himself. He really does. Do you know who this is? Yes. The price is right. Yes, it's Bob Barker. That Bob is correct. Is, is Bob Barker alive or dead? I think that he's dead. He is alive. Yeah. Oh, is he's he really? alive. Oh, and he's good. As of, as of January 20th, okay. 2023, okay. Bob Barker is 99 years old. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm so yes. glad. I know. Good. <laughs> I think he's doing okay. I think. I don't know. This man is a sports celebrity. He was the MVP of Super Bowl three. His name is Joe Namath. Tana, is he alive or dead? I think he's alive. You think he's alive? Yeah, I think so. Final answer? Yes. He's alive. He's 80 okay. years old and he is, is he really alive. 80? He's 80 years wow. old. So good for Joe. So our last one. Let me quick find him. Okay. Here we go. Our last dead celeb. Are they dead or alive? This is Nelson Mandela. Dead or yeah. alive, Anna? I I think he's dead. Okay. You think he's dead? I think so. He is dead. Okay. He died in 2013. So mm-hmm. well done. I think. What did you Yay! miss on? You missed on you missed on Bob Barker and Eric Idle, right? So four out of six. Well done. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. I'm impressed. So there's a there's are you familiar with the Mandela effect? Yes. Okay. Because people thought Nelson Mandela was dead and mm-hmm. here he's alive. Yes. And there's like um, the Berenstein Bears kind of thing. So that's why I put this guy <laughs> in there because like, is he dead? I don't know. I don't right. Know. Yeah. No, but I, I remember that when he died. So 
Okay. Good. 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 Yeah. Good. What was the one of the big biggest things that stuck out for you for, with Brandon Lee? Well, as a person, I think that he was very level-headed, even for being a celebrity and being who his dad was. He was very introspective, and I think he loved poetry, and he had some great quotes, which we'll share towards the end. You you told me before the show you didn't care for his acting. Well, and I'm, I'm gonna correct. I'm gonna agree with you on that. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to agree with you. And, and let me, let me tell you why. Yeah. Um, I think because in the crow, at least um, mm -hmm. it was more of just the action, the stunts, the, you know, and the choreography and all of that. It's, it's an action movie. So all of that, obviously very impressive and he knew what he was doing, but as far as the actual, you know, tender moments or, or just the, the dialogue with acting in general, I wasn't overly impressed. That's not the, bash on him in any type of way but what he did in the crow from an entertainment standpoint an action film standpoint it's really really entertaining so brandon lee if you do not know which uh, you may not his dad was the very famous bruce lee an action star in his own right bruce lee passed away on set way back um i believe in 1973 here's a picture of brandon and his dad bruce uh, according to legend and some of the interviews that we saw they were starting to, to train brandon in the martial arts early 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 on jokingly i guess sort of mm -hmm. right here right yeah looks like it brandon had a sister her name was uh, shannon and uh, brandon's mom I believe she was a swedish a tall swedish blonde caldwell was her maiden name i believe okay. brandon was trained in bruce's own style of martial arts, of Kung Fu, Jeet Kune Do. Yeah, that was that was a big part of their lives, their family. But he was only eight and a half when his dad passed. You know, when you're talking about his childhood, there's only a, a, a small window, you know, that you reference his dad. Most of that was learning martial arts. At the age of five, Bruce would take Brandon on talk shows and he would break boards, one inch boards in half. Mm -hmm. Talk about pressure and stress on a five-year-old. My, yeah. my five-year-old would be crying. Yeah. I don't want to do this, daddy. You know? Right? That's pretty intense for a five-year-old. Really intense. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. But I guess it, if he'd been studying and learning it since he was a toddler, then probably no problem for him. From there, Brandon moves to the United States. Um, there was some mention he got in trouble as a teenager. He was kicked out of two different high schools. And it looks like uh, he took some time off and hitchhiked around the United States. And then he came back and he passed his high school equivalency test. <laughs> yes. I, I saw that too. He got kicked out of his high school and ended yeah. up getting his GED. There was a lot of fights, which is crazy because I guess bigger kids want to push him and push him just because he's brand Bruce Lee's son. That's so mean. So, so mean, right? I know. Yeah. During this time, he's studying with a, a Dan Isanto who is one of Bruce's pupils. He does this starting at the age of nine, so shortly after Bruce's death. And then he decides that he, he doesn't want to really be involved in this, doesn't want to be in martial arts. He starts seeing a lot of pictures of his dad at these classes and says, I this is not for me. He actually starts to go play soccer, trying to find his identity through school. Uh, you had mentioned his GED. So mm -hmm. he's a... 
he's a troubled young lad. So he uh, goes and studies at Emerson College in Boston. Yeah, and he studies the Lee Strasberg technique. And obviously, from our from our review of his movies, he didn't grasp it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He gets a job as a script reader for Mm -hmm. a casting director. Tells him he should probably get back into martial arts reluctantly. And probably some good advice. Some good advice. I know. And and I've told friends too. And and like you had mentioned to me earlier, you're taking an acting class with a casting director, right? Coming Mm -hmm. up? Coming up, what a yeah. great idea. What a gr- I can't say enough what a great idea that is because they're the people that are going to recommend you for the job. So mm-hmm. I, I did it every time I could. And I've told friends that they should be doing it and they don't listen because it, sometimes it costs $40 or $60 or $80, but I'm not paying for an audition. Well, then they may never see you, you know? Right. So, right. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Do what you got to do. So, uh, since Brandon dies at 28, we don't have a whole lot on this guy, right? Right. Every single interview I see is mentioning, what about your dad, Bruce? What about your dad? How was your dad, Bruce? How was your dad? Imagine that, you know, yeah. that's stressful. Like, yeah. One of his quotes was, I don't want to only be remembered as Bruce Lee's son. And I don't blame him for that. Yeah. Well, it didn't work out because no. he's remembered as Bruce Lee's son and dying on set. Yeah. So that's terrible i feel terrible for him yeah i do too oh look at that face yeah it's pretty intense that's pretty intense i know (laughs) (laughs) yeah it looks like that's his break is kung fu the movie according to imdb because it's an 86 film it stars david carradine from the original kung fu yeah he's and uh, interestingly enough he uh, turned down an offer to be in um dragon the bruce lee story he did that so that he could be in the crow so, but I just had seen that too, that in an interview, he said, he, he said no to it, but he said, if this was later in my career, I probably would have said, yes, mm-hmm. I just don't want to be so tied in with my dad. And during that right. interview, he actually said, did anyone ever do this? Did any of the, the Douglas boys do that? And they're like, well, Kirk's still alive, you know, at the time <laughs> they're like, right. we're not going to do a buy-up on your on a man who's still living. Brandon does a bunch of B movies. He's pretty excited about all of it. He gets on Jay Leno. He's he's kind of all over the circuit. Now, he mm-hmm. there's no way because of Rapid Fire that he's on Jay Leno if his last name isn't Lee. I'm sorry. Right. There's right. not. Not. Because mm. I know some people that were in movies like Rapid Fire and Jay Leno would not put him on their show. One thing interesting about this movie, I, I've noticed um, it was the first film that he actually got credit for the choreography. Interesting. Yeah, that is yeah. pretty interesting. Wow. He does. He actually does some movies in Hong Kong. It must be Legacy of Rage and some of these other ones. Crime yeah. Killer. Maybe I'm not sure. But one of his teachers, Jeff Amada, uh, works with Brandon as a stunt coordinator in these other movies, too. And here's an interesting little tidbit before we get in the crow and the death of um brandon lee stan lee i don't know if you're familiar with that name stan lee he is one of the co-creators of almost uh, a lot of the marvel characters right right he, mm-hmm. he's he had a lot of cameos in these in these movies as well too mm-hmm. and there's a movie that recently came out called shang chi and it's a martial arts movie and um stan lee really wanted brandon lee to play Chang chi in an mm. earlier adaptation of this movie. So mm. Brandon really like, I think Crow does well enough. If Brandon doesn't die in this film, he's at least like 
considered a B level, like, you know, probably a B, B plus level action star, like a Steven mm-hmm. Seagal, the crow, man, lot, lot of stuff on the crow. I yeah. think. Is there? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The mini biography that he did, I guess, while filming this movie, because I guess I didn't know that the movie was based on um, an underground comic book, a yep. uh, story of a rock and roll musician and his fiance who were brutally murdered. His quote on that was, and I thought it was perfect because, you know, this is what it's about. He said, the crow was about love, death, revenge, Edgar Allan Poe, and coming back from the dead. It's very true too. Um, and I actually fell into a documentary as I was watching certain documentaries about the writer of the crow and get this. He is, I don't remember his name. I should have wrote, written that down. I apologize, but he has a really terrible childhood. He's in foster care, mm-hmm. teaches himself how to draw. His life is really kind of tragic. And he finally meets this girl who is darling of his life. She is positive where he is negative. And he just is in love with this girl and she dies. She is struck by a car. A guy who is drinking and driving is going 70 miles an hour and strikes her and kills her out of nowhere. And so that's where the premise of the crow came from that he just, the tragedy and the loss and Mm -hmm. uh, all Mm -hmm. that. So it's weird how entertainment comes through so many segments of tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. Breaks your heart, right? It does. It really does. Shooting seems to be going fairly normal, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Except except there's a, a little bit of talk on some really rough shooting schedules, long hours, mm-hmm. and shooting out. Brandon is shooting in 15-degree weather outside with rain. Yeah, that was one thing I thought was interesting, that this was filmed during the blizzard of 93, which where he was in Wilmington, I don't think there was a lot of snow, but being in West Virginia, I remember the blizzard of 93. Oh. So I can't imagine, you know, well, obviously 15 degrees. <laughs> That's pretty darn cold. And in, you in can Wilmington. see, yeah, 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 you can see the, you know, the, the fog, the breath, you know, outside and I can't imagine. Yeah. And he's out there shirtless and yeah. water and the day that Brandon is uh, the day that he dies. So Michael Massey is, is mm-hmm. playing fun boy. Mm-hmm. And there is a scene where Brandon comes in with groceries and is shot. There's a close up shot from what, from what the research I've done. Um, there's a close up shot to show the, the bullets physically in the gun. Mm-hmm. So those were, fake rounds right Right. and not to be fired right so what happened was i guess they they fired it and there was some sort of discharge that was lodged in in the gun Mm -hmm. so that when the blanks came in and the the more projector of the projectile of the blank shot out the remaining piece Mm -hmm. and that's what struck brandon there were multiple people who probably had a hand in that that should have checked and things that were it was put away and it wasn't checked before it was put away it wasn't checked when it was getting ready to be used I, they didn't put a blame on anybody and and I'm I'm glad for that there was another article that talked about how um, sets are much safer because of that movie and and safety protocols you know I mean I don't know how much safer sets have been <laughs> recent with the recent Alec Baldwin. Right. I was just going to mention Alec Baldwin. And, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It sounded like nobody blamed anybody, you know, right. and they should have had better safety checks, you know, but I, I think that 
it was an unfortunate accident. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. There's some conspiracies around it that it was murdered. And mm -hmm. this, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist, but this one doesn't seem like there was any reason to kill this guy. Yeah. It wasn't now, maybe Bruce, maybe Bruce, we'll find out. I don't know. Maybe. When we Bruce. But uh, Brandon did not seem, it didn't seem like there was anything going on, you know, like no. it wasn't, wasn't investigating anything or, you know, so no. some really bad, you know. A funny conspiracy that I came across. Let's see. Some suggest he was killed due to the connections to organized crime in Hong Kong, to retaliation from the Chinese mafia because of Lee's father, Bruce Lee, exposed ancient martial arts secrets of his film. Maybe. Maybe. Probably not. Probably but maybe, not. yeah, probably not. But yeah. maybe, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm always, I always say maybe because it's like, Somebody's like the earth is flat. Well, I, maybe, but I don't think it is, you know, yeah. maybe, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe. Because <laughs> you uh, never know. It could be. We don't know. know. We're, we're just here. So right. or whatever, whatever that, whatever the conspiracy is, it's always, right. it always gets a maybe because yes. we are told so many different things at different times. So, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so when Brandon was shot, the director went over to him and realized he was unconscious and mm -hmm. within five hours he he was mm -hmm. gone oh it was something crazy like 61 pints of blood wow like the equivalent of five men they said that and he still didn't make it and i'm just like oh my goodness the coincidence of all this is that he dies 20 years after his dad only 20 years that is yeah that's so weird and they both die on set so on set yeah gosh weird weird sad tales mm. of a mr brandon lee yes you have anything uh anything to close out on this so we we kind of thought it'd be a, a short segment i do have a quote that i want to yes. read that i think is very poignant so in an interview just prior to his death lee quoted a passage from paul bowles book the sheltering sky, which he had chosen for his wedding invitations. And it is now inscribed on his tombstone. Because we don't know when we will die, we get to think of life as an inexhaustible well. And yet everything happens only a certain number of times and a very small number, really. How many more times will you remember a certain afternoon of your childhood, an afternoon that is so deeply a part of your being that you can't even conceive of your life without it? Perhaps four or five times more? Perhaps not even that. How many more times will you watch the full moon rise? Perhaps 20? And yet it all seems limitless. Hmm. Until it's not. Yeah. Right? Until yeah. It's not. Well, and Brandon was engaged to get married too, so. What yeah. Yeah. What a bummer, you know, like that just dead celebs is getting me depressed. Mm. No, it's that's not. It's no. not. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay. We're honoring their lives. We are honoring their lives. Absolutely. We're remembering them. We're remembering them because somebody listening to this might have been like, I didn't know about that guy. What about that? Right. Guy? I'm gonna do some more research. There Thank you me. go. And please do. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Brett and Tana. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, right. Well, that's it for Brandon Lee. Let's, uh, this is Brent. I want to talk to you about my other podcast I do with this guy, Dan. What's it about? More celebrity talk. Are they or were they ever a star? Good question. 
Dan and I will go into IMDb, check out their movies, check out their budget, when they were famous, when they weren't, when they flopped, all of it. All of it. Check it out. Are they or were they ever a star? We don't know who we're going to talk about next week, but uh, you can reach me, Brent, at brent at dead-celebs.com. And Tana, where can people reach you? You can reach me at Tana, that's T-A-N-A, at dead-celebs.com. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Have a great wherever you are. Have a great whatever it is. Bye-bye. For a legal disclaimer, please visit www.dead-celebs.com. The Actor Factor brings the industry knowledge to you firsthand from professionals, including working actors, directors, managers, and more. Find it anywhere podcasts are streamed. If you're thinking about suicide or worried about a friend or loved one, would like emotional support, the Suicide Lifeline Network is available 24-7 across the United States. It's free and confidential. Just dial 988.